God, huh? Can I just get you out of standing? Some of you all have a spirit in worship. Huh? Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's just worship Him for a few minutes. Yes, Lord God, we worship You, Father. Mm, hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, we need You. You talk to him. Why don't you take a few minutes to talk to him? Right where you are. Let him know how much you need him. Let him know how much you love him. Jesus. We say it, but do we really mean it? We're saying it out our mouth, but it's our heart in secret with the words that's coming out our mouths. Hallelujah. you want me to say in this moment? What is it that you want me to do in this moment, Lord God? What is it that you want to release? What is it that you want to pull up out of me in this moment, Lord God? What is it, Lord God? What is it, Jesus? Have your way. 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 Somebody needs to say that and mean it today. Even those that are joining us online, whether you're live or on the replay, right where you are, just say, Lord, have your way. What is it that you want to do? I want to be where you are. I want to be where you are. That means I want to be in the midst of what you're doing. God, if you're not there, I don't want to be there. Lord, if you're not doing it, I don't want to be a part of it, Lord God. I want to be where you are. And right now he's saying I'm in this moment. Will you worship me? My posture is worship. Will you worship me? 
Just to see you, Father. Somebody needs to see him today in your situation. Just to see you, God. Just to see you move supernaturally by your spirit, Lord God. Just to see you, Lord God. I can go through what I have to go through if I can just see you, God. I may not see the way out, but if I can just see you. I may not understand, but if I can just see you. It may not be pleasant. It may not feel good. But if I can just see you. Okay. If I could just see you, if you can just turn that off. If I can just see you. If I can just see you. If I can just see you, Lord God. If I can just see you. If I can just see you. If I can just see you. Sometimes we can't see him because honestly we're not looking for him. We're looking for everything but him. We're looking for the answer to our problem, but we're not looking unto the author and the finisher of our faith. He is the beginning and the end, the alpha and the omega and everything in between. And sometimes we need to allow a moment like this to shift our focus. To remind us of what really matters. Because a lot of these things that we're concerned about, they don't even matter. Because God is saying, I already fixed it. You just are choosing to reside in the place of the problem and not the solution. Oh my God. See, today going to be good today. See, you're choosing to stay in the place of the problem and not going to the place of the solution. But when you seek me, when you listen to me, when you in relationship with me, when you worship me in moments like this, I'll show you that you need to move. In a moment like this, I'll show you what you need to do. See, I, a lot of times we're looking for God in places where God is not at. We're looking in places where he used to be because that's where he showed up the last time. But God said that I'm doing something new in this moment. Can you not discern it? My God, hallelujah, we just bless God tonight, today. Today, today, this afternoon, whatever time it is, we just bless God. We just bless God. There is a word from the Lord on today. And we're going to release it in this atmosphere. Because we believe that God wants to speak to us right where we are today. When I was seeking the Lord on last night and this morning about the word, I want you to go with me to Hebrews, the 10th chapter and the 36th verse. And while you're going there, Father, we thank you for this word. Father, we thank you for this opportunity, Lord God, to partake of your word. Father, we thank you that in this moment you will give us understanding, Lord God. Father, we thank you that this word will come forth in a way that it will pierce us in the places that we need to be pierced, Lord God. That it will build us up in the places where we need to be built up. That it will confirm, that it will exhort, Lord God. That it will establish, Father, that it will equip somebody and empower somebody. In the place where they are right now, Lord God, somebody came today seeking an answer for you. Father, let them seeking an answer, but let them find that answer in you, in your word, Father. 
Father, let us learn to master locating you for ourselves. Hallelujah, Lord God. We thank you for this word. We thank you for what you're going to release in this house. Father, we thank you, Lord God. We bind any forces, any any hindrances, any distractions, or anything that would try to interrupt what you are releasing to us in this moment. And Father, we are in a posture to receive from you. Fill us up, Father, to where we hunger no more. Fill us up, Lord God, in this moment. Well, whatever you have prepared for us, Lord God, we're ready to eat. Father, we came hungry. Feed us. We receive all that you're doing even in this moment. In Jesus' name, amen. For we have need of endurance. So when we have done the will of God, that means when we have done what God said, when we have done what it is that God wants us to do, which may not always be necessarily what we want to do, or what we feel like doing, but what he said to do. So when we have done the will of God, you may receive what was promised. And I know before we shifted to the anniversary and some other things, God gave us this word. And so a lot of times we're trying to get the promise, but we haven't done the will of the Father. See, the word is God's word is very precise. It's saying that when you for you for you have need of endurance, you have to endure. There is a need for you to endure. There is a need for you to go through the process that you're going through in this moment. There is a need of endurance so that when you have done the will of God, that means that it's his will for you to go through what you're going through. I know it doesn't feel like it. But see, he knows what he's preparing you for. A lot of times we're going to the wrong people for answers because they don't know what God has created for. They have an idea or a perception, but only God really knows. The end that he has prepared. Only God really knows your expected end. So technically, he's the only one qualified. He's the only one qualified to determine what you must do. So it's easy to get with our best friend, our, 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 our co-worker, or even sometimes our prayer partner, because we're going through something that doesn't feel pleasant. And so sometimes we go searching for somebody to pull us out the will of God and to tell us God understands. No, he understands that you're in disobedience. He understands that you're not doing what he told you to do. Yes, he understands. That you want to do it your way. He understands that no matter what he tells you to do, at the end of the day, you're still not going to submit. That, that's what he understands. So he said there is a need of endurance so that when you have done the will of God, you may receive what was promised. There is a promise attached, oh God, to your endurance. There's something on the other side of what you're doing in this moment. 
And so just for clarification, let me define endurance for you. To endure means to suffer. Oh, we don't like that word. But isn't that what Christ had to do? What we have access to what we have access today if he had not suffered? What if he chose to give up and not endure? What if he was like some of us? That I know, Father, you sent me here to do this, but I I don't want to do that. I I think I got a better plan, so I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. So to to endure means to suffer something painful or difficult. It wouldn't be suffering if it felt good. It, it, it wouldn't be suffering if it was easy. That's why we're not qualified to choose our own process. Because that we're going to choose what feels good. We're going to choose the less painful way. We're going to choose the easiest way. We're not going to choose what's really going to develop us into who God has called us to be. That's why we don't qualify. To make that choice. It means to remain in existence to last. See, to endure, it it means that you go all the way through. Uh, It doesn't mean that in the middle of the opposition, you pack up and go back. It, it, It does not mean that because you don't understand God's instructions that you have permission to retreat. Uh, it, it does not. It does not mean that I, 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 I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't like what I'm feeling right now. I, nobody is supporting me in this moment. I don't have the resources. I, and we come up this whole list of what we cannot do. But to endure means to remain in existence to last. So today I'm here with a word from the Lord to let you know that you, 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 you just not, there's not just a need to endure, but I'm here today to let somebody know that God said you anointed to endure. See, when we think about the anointing, we think about what happened a couple of weeks ago when Pastor Cynthia was ordained and the oil and laying on the hands and the pouring of the oil coming down the face. Yeah, that's good. But to be anointed is to be set apart, empowered, and protected. See, the anointing is not just something we put on display in public. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, I, I, I know we, we like those moments. Uh, can you feel it in the atmosphere? Do you, did you sense the anointing? She really is anointed. He really is anointed. But let me tell you something about the anointing. When I used to hear my grandmother say that it's like you've been picked out to be picked on. That's, that's the way she used to describe the anointing. Today we see the anointing as great garments and certificates against the wall. And great venues and nice cars. That, that's 
symbolic of the anointing. But let me tell you something about the anointing. The anointing also empowers you to endure hardship when nobody else is looking. When you're having to sleep in that luxury car. Because you just got evicted from the house that you could no longer afford. Is there anointing? Huh? Not what is displayed on public display. But is the anointing to be able to endure when you are by yourself. When nobody is responding to your text messages. When every place that you go to that used to be there to help you, they no longer entertaining you. They have blocked you and they are not responding to you. But it's something about the anointing. That it doesn't wait until Sunday mornings when we stand on a circle and come in agreement. It's something about the anointing. That it does not wait for somebody to turn up and off a switch to determine the temperature of the music, the volume of the music, or whether it's strings, or whether it's a violin, or whether it's a keyboard, or whether it's drums. The anointing works! Even when you don't understand what's happening, the anointing still works. And God sent me here today to let somebody know that you are anointed to endure what you're going through right now. Have you ever had a moment that you was on the other side of through? That you was on the other side of that difficult place? And you sat down and you said... I don't even know how I made it through that one. I, 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 I don't even understand why it is that I'm still here in my right mind. There were some times that God protected me because of the anointing. My God. The anointing protected me from losing my mind. And when I came on the other side of the process, I said, how in the world am I still in my right mind? See, the anointing will protect you. When all hell is out to get you, it's something about the anointing that'll have you to turn the porch light on and the snake will run away. There's something about the anointing that even though something was sent to attack you, it's something about when it stepped on your property. It couldn't go any further. It had to die. Because of the anointing. Not because you're so special or you're so cute or your waist is so small or your six pack. God will protect you whether you got a six pack or a keg. Whether your waist is 17 or 117. He has still anointed you and no weapon formed against you will prosper. Why? Because of the anointing. Because you've been set apart, you've been empowered, and you are protected. That's what the anointing does. The anointing doesn't just get a prayer line, touch people on the head, and they fall out on the floor. See, we got to get a good understanding that they are, we are anointed. Whether you got a collar on, I don't have a collar on. Whether you have a title, whether you messed up last night or you messed up this morning, you are still anointed. You better use 
sorry. I repent. Because guess what? What you did had an assignment to take you out, but it didn't. Why? Because even though you did it, you were still anointed. And the anointed protected you from the outcome of what it should have been. Somebody needs to take about 10 seconds right there and thank God for the anointing. Somebody need to take about 10 seconds and thank God for the anointing that you didn't get what you should have got. About 10 seconds right there. The anointing will empower you when you want to give up. See, that's why you couldn't quit. When everything was going against you and you wanted to quit, you couldn't quit. Why? Because of the anointing. It empowers you to get up. And start again. I heard in my Tiglanisa praying today, we may fall, but we're not falling. See, that's the anointing. You may fall, but you're going to get back up. Because you are empowered by the anointing. And see, when you set apart, you're marked. Isn't that what happened with David? So we can't kill him because... Of the anointing. See, the anointing will protect you. Even when your enemies plot against you, there'll be somebody that'll raise up in the middle right when they're about to do what it is they plan to do. And they said, no, 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 no. Is that who you? Oh, is that who? Oh, that's the assignment? Uh Uh-uh, I'm out. I will not touch God's anointing. Because in his word, he said, touch not my anointed. Are you not his anointed? See, we like to go into the part that said, do my prophets no harm. But what about the anointed ones? He said, don't touch my anointed. That's why some people right now in situations they can't explain because they touched God's anointed. Touching the anointing, the one that is set apart, empowered, and protected by God, of mess up your whole life. So today I'm here to let you know that you are anointed to endure. So those those moments when you said, I don't even understand how I made it. It was the anointing. The anointing doesn't just anoint us. We're not just anointed to sing and preach and prophesy. And all of those things are awesome. But what about when you get to the house? I mean, I'm talking about, you know, when you get to that job and you're dealing with all the things and you get to school. And there is no sound system. There is no microphone. There are no cameras. There are no, there's no worship team. There are no armor bearers. What you gonna do then? You gotta know that the anointing works no matter where you are. You don't need a whole orchestra. Because of the anointing. You are anointed to endure what it is that you are experiencing right now. That's why David let us know that, yea, do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. 
because he anointed my head with oil. That even though I'm going through this place right here, it can't take me out. Can't take you out. What about Jesus? If we want to go there, he didn't just have the anointing to heal the sick and to raise the dead and to open blinded eyes and to unstop deaf ears. But he had the anointing to endure a senseless beating. And guess what? He said he left that same power. Oh God, I feel you. Up in here, he left that with us. So he didn't just raise the dead and heal the sick, but he was anointed to endure a whipping, a beating, thorns being pressed down on his face and on his head until he was bleeding, until he was whipped, till the flesh was torn from his body, that he was put to shame and on public display. How is it that he could endure all of that? Because he was anointed to endure it. Why is it that you still in the place that you are going through what you're going through? Because that's where God has anointed you to endure. Because it's the will of the Father and there's a need for you to endure. The devil can't take you out. That's why you need to stop giving your problems so much praise. Yeah, you need to stop giving your problems so much praise. And start looking at your problems and saying, you know what? I'm anointed to endure this. So I'm going to go ahead and and I'm going to tell you, do what it is. Whenever I see an enemy on assignment in my life, I may not say it to their face. But in my prayer closet, I say, you know what? Go ahead and do what you need to do. Because I'm anointed to endure this and I need you to get out of my way. I got things to do. So whatever you've been sent here to qualify me for, obviously I need it for my assignment. So don't delay. Hurry up. If you're going to betray me, hurry up and betray me. If you're going to slander my name, hurry up and say, do you need some help? You need me to be, what, what you need me to do? You need to sign me to sign up for your campaign to help you. Because I need you to do what you were sent to and do. Because you know what? I'm protected. That need, that's not arrogance. That's knowing who your father is. And that's one of the reasons why the enemy keeps attacking some of us. Because we're not a threat. Because we don't know who we are. We keep retreating and going back and crying and wallowing and complaining. About our problems and the enemy that's sent is just laughing at you because you know what? Having a field day asking when are they going to realize that they are anointed to endure this. That they have the authority to tell me to leave. I'm just waiting on them to tell me to go. I'm just staying here because I like this couch. It's comfortable. I got other stuff. I got other people's lives to go harass. I got some other people that need, why don't you, when are they going to just open the front door and tell me to leave? You are anointed to endure, but that don't mean you got to stay there forever. Somebody needs to get up and go. 
Don't get comfortable in ignoring something whose what season is over. My God. Don't get comfortable in doing something that it's season in your life is over. You should have been much further alone now. But you choosing to stay. So don't get upset with other people because they're moving and you still stuck. You stuck because you want to be stuck. Nobody's fault but your own. How can I say that? Because that's the truth I said to myself. And don't need to hate on anybody else. Hate on your pride. Hate on your, your, your inability to get up in the morning and do what needs to be done. Your inability to stay up at night and do what needs to be done. You not valuing what it is that you're supposed to be doing to where you won't sacrifice. If you believe in it, I'm not, I'm not sowing into anything you won't sow into yourself because you know what? You don't believe in it. Anointed to endure. That's why everything that, that's why people are confused because they know what has been done against you because they was a part of it. And they sitting up scratching their head because they can't understand why you still got a smile on your face. Because I saw you. I just didn't let you know I saw you. You laughing because you think that you are deceiving, but you're not deceiving. Some people just know when to release and when to not release. Let that be you. Anointed to endure. That means he'll fight for you. Oh my God. He will fight for you. I hear you, Father. In the Bible, when an individual is set apart for the Father's use, it is said to be anointed. And so Solomon was anointed the ruler over Israel. And see, when he was anointed, it made him responsible for and accountable to the people. See, we got to understand what the anointing does. When we are anointed and set apart for a purpose, it comes with a responsibility. That's why we have to make sure that we're doing the will of the Father. Because guess what? One day we're going to have to answer for it. It may seem like we're getting away with it over on this side. But there's going to come a time when we're going to have to answer for the anointing that we claim to have. But also, when people were anointed, God empowered them to accomplish whatever he anointed them to accomplish. So, that's why you can't tell certain people that I can't. Yes, you can. If God called you to do it, he equipped you and empowered you. Now, you may need 
to get an understanding. You may need to get some teaching. You may need to get some development. But that's the thing about it. It's because everything that you need to complete the assignment, the task that he has given you, it's on the inside of you. And the problem that we have is a lot of times we're looking everywhere else but in us. And that's why we become predators to the enemy. We, be, we become prey to the predator. It's because we're looking at outside sources for what's on the inside of us. Instead of seeking God and asking him, what do I need to do to activate? What's on the inside? In 1 Samuel 10 and 16, it said, Then the Spirit of the Lord will rush upon you, and you will prophesy with them and be changed into a different man. So what is this scripture saying right now? That when the anointing falls upon you, you will prophesy with them and be changed into, the anointing will change you. If you allow it to. We don't have to fix people. When they tap into who God is, he will fix them. Because we're trying to fix them according to what it is we know and what we see. But my anointing will change them from who they are to who they should be. Why? Because of the assignment that I have upon their lives. Some people are frustrated right now because you're busy trying to fix something that you're not anointed to fix. Trying to change somebody. And you don't have the authority to change anybody but yourself. Once you get that revelation, then guess what? You'll have some peace. And you'll be able to go to bed at night. And then you'll understand that one day they're going to get it. But in this moment, I'm going to continue to do what it is I know the Father has empowered me to do. I'm going to continue to operate in my anointing. Because you have been anointed to endure. First Samuel 16 and 13. I'm, I'm just going to put some scriptures out here just for reference. So Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brothers. And the spirit of the Lord rushed upon David from that day forward. See, the anointing, don't, it, it says from that day forward. It didn't leave. He may have stopped operating in it. He may have no longer acted like he was anointed. He may even have forgotten he was anointed. That's a word for somebody right there. God said, you forgot who you are. That's why you've been accepting what you've been accepting. Because you have forgotten who you are. You have forgotten that you are anointed. You know why? Because of that mistake you made. Hmm. And you've been beating yourself over it instead of taking about 45 seconds right now in this moment and say, Father, I repent. I didn't mean to do that. Help me. See, 
empower me to not make that mistake again and loose yourself and be free. Don't sit there and wallow in self-pity and condemnation because you didn't get it right. The new thing right here at the Thrive Zone is that we are the perfect church for the imperfect people. That's what the Lord told me on yesterday. You know what that means? That means we're not going to always get it right. And so when other people come and they're making mistakes, we can long suffer with them because we realize we don't, we may look like in public, even in this building, we got it all together, but my God, what would the angels say? That's with us throughout our day. That's listening to our conversations. Reading our thoughts. I'm reminding you in this moment, what am I saying? That you are anointed to endure. You can get back up again. You do not have to stay there. Right now in this moment, somebody is being made, you being loosed. You, you being made free, whether or not it's in this room or it's online. You just got a revelation. And you realize, you know what, I'm not going to let myself or anybody else beat me up because I made a mistake. Because you know what, I'm going to make another one. So what are you going to do? Are you going to keep shutting down? Because if you do, you will never get to where you're supposed to be. That's a trick of the enemy. I got to camp out right here, right now, because I feel this. Now, we're not celebrating what you did, but there's a reason why you did it, and God wants to get to your why. Because if we can get to your why, ooh, Jesus, if we can get to the why of the matter, then we can get a strategy. So right now, in this moment, I hear the Lord telling me to tell you to loose yourself and let yourself go. I'm not coming to untie you. I'm not sending no angels to untie you. Don't nobody in this building or online with you right now need to know that you tied up, but you and God now get loosed in Jesus' name. Be free in Jesus' name. Be free in your thoughts. Be free in your mind. Be free in your heart. Be free in Jesus' name. Because you are anointed to endure. The mistake, my God, that's it. You are anointed to endure the mistake that you made. Now don't be prideful and not want to admit that you did it. But you don't have to post it all on Facebook and social media. And you don't have to put out a whole e-blast. Let just you and God. I'm trying to help somebody keep moving. I'm trying to help somebody get to the place. I'm trying to help somebody to redeem time. Trying to help somebody. Because you have been in a stagnated place and you have been stuck. Because of condemnation. Yes, you did it. Come on, let's, let's, that's how you, that's how you get, that's how you deal with the enemy. See, that's how, that's how you deal with that sneaky spirit. Say, yup, I did it. Now what? I'm free. I got, you didn't see me go over there and untie myself. I'm loose now. 
And guess what? I'm going right back to the place where I messed up at. I'm getting all of my stuff that I dropped that I no longer thought I was entitled to. And you know what I'm doing? I'm getting right back on my assignment. Why? Because I am anointed to endure. Now the Lord just helped somebody. For the last few weeks you've been stuck. Because you've been replaying this thing in your mind. Yes, you did it. But you're going to recover from all of that. And you are anointed to endure. And guess what I heard God said? God said, because in that moment, right there, you had a conversation with him. God said, watch what I do this week. God said, watch how I fix it. He said, I couldn't fix it. In that old mindset, because you would have thought that was okay. I had to let you shift to let you know, I don't come to that. You got to come over here to where I am. You got to shift your mindset. Because, see, I don't want to give you this, and you stay in that same mindset, and you do the same thing with this that you did with that. But once you repented, acknowledge your mistake, realize what you did wrong, then I got sense enough to believe you're not going to make that mistake again. So I'm about to redeem some time for you this week. What you lost during this time of depression, that's what I'm about to redeem the time for you. Oh my God. Oh my God. You are anointed to endure even that. You're still anointed. I got to stay right there. You're still anointed. Have you read David's story? He was still anointed. One thing about David is he will repent and get right with God. And God is saying to some of us, that's the thing we don't do. We don't repent. Because we feel like it's something bad. No, it's something bad if you sit there and wallow and not acknowledge it. The enemy is having a field day with your mind. He has stolen your peace. You are anointed to endure. I'm going to stick on this for the month of May because I believe that God wants me to help somebody. You are anointed to go through this painful and difficult place where you are. You have been set apart. You have been empowered. And you are protected. And woe. To anybody who think they can come and try to remind you of who you used to be. I'm killing that spirit. Lift your hands. I don't want the camera on her, but I want you to lift your hands because God just showed me that for you. Because of where God is about to elevate you to. I already see that the enemy is saying, who does she think she is? Mm -hmm. But God said, you are who he says that you are. Make sure the camera is shifted away from us. But God said, you are who he says 
that you are. And you are about to do everything that he said that you could do. Now, God just showed me a school. I see school. In in a big billboard, I just saw school. Now, I don't know what that means, but God told me to tell you that's one of the things that's being released for you today. And the Lord told me to tell you that he's redeeming the time. He's redeeming the time. All the time that you lost. Every opportunity that you missed. Everything that was done. Even sabotage behind you that you didn't know about. God showed me some telephone calls being made. And said, do you know this about Crystal? But God said they didn't sabotage anything. They helped you out because God said that wasn't the way I was going to come anyway. See, a lot of times the enemy thinks that it's doing something against you when it's actually doing exactly what it's supposed to do. But in this hour, in this moment, God said, I'm giving you divine connections. God-ordained connections. And whatever this school is, is this a word of the Lord for you? Is a school something that God has shown you? Dreams. Dreams. Okay, dreams of a school. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, as I lay hands on Crystal today, Father, I thank you that even as the heavens are open in this moment, rain down, God, who got everything that she needs, Father. Father, even her feet, Lord God, let them find and locate this school. God, send a person that's going to give her that blueprint. God said, I'm giving, I have given you favor with somebody that's going to, that you can trust. So you can't trust everybody with your vision. But God said, I'm sending somebody that you can trust. That's going to help you. Because one of the things that you've been saying is, I don't know how. Mm. I don't know where to start. I, I don't have what I need. But God said, how can you say you don't have what you need when you yourself don't even know what you need? God said, I'm going to send somebody to answer all of your questions. So prepare yourself. You've been out of, the, out, of, out of it for a while. I don't know if you haven't been, if you haven't been ministering to dance and God is just calling you back to the forefront of it. But God told me to let you know that this is your season. This is your, this is your moment. This is your kairos. Now, in the name of Jesus, just receive it. Just receive it. And God said, I'm taking, I'm, I'm rearranging your whole life to make it conducive to what I want to do. God said, I'm removing anything that will stand in the way of what I want to do in your life. I'm removing every relationship. I'm removing every connection now in the name of Jesus. And I'm preparing you in this moment to receive. There it is. Just receive it. That's it. That's it. Just receive it now in the name of Jesus. 
Doors are opening now. Oh, God said just windows are opening. Oh, God. Doors and windows. I see garage doors opening. I see windows opening. God said every door is being opened for you now in the name of Jesus. Unexplainable breakthrough. Unmeasurable favor now in the name of Jesus. Yes, God. Yes, God. That's it. Yes, God. Yes, God. Hallelujah. Father, thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. That's why the enemy couldn't take you out because you are anointed to endure. That's why nothing that the enemy tried to do to you, even when he tried to take your mind, it didn't work because of the anointing. See, that's what they couldn't see because they were too busy judging your outside that they could not see your spiritual side. And God said, I hid you on purpose. I made it to where they couldn't see who you are in me. Some of us going to miss God because we're too busy jugging, judging the package of the vessel that God is using to break us out. I don't care what they got on it. They got a key that's going to unlock a prison that I've been locked up in. Come on, open the door and let me out. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We praise God for the word on today. We thank God for what he has released in this atmosphere. If you're online and you need prayer and you can't be in this building with us, you can send your prayer request to prayer at thrivezone.life. You can go to our website, thrivezone.life, and enter your prayer request there. You can call our telephone number. You can record your prayer request. But let me tell you something. If you don't have a church home, You can come, connect, grow, and thrive with us here at the Thrive Zone. Because we are a perfect church for an imperfect, imperfect people. Come and be a part of our family. Whether you come to the Stone Mountain Campus or you join the E-Campus. We just want to connect with you. Help you to grow and see you thrive. We're not going to hate on you when you get your breakthrough. We're going to dance and celebrate with you. When God does what it is he's going to do in your life, we're going to rejoice with you. Because our whole purpose of you coming here is we want to see you connect, grow, and thrive. Amen. And if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, if you don't know him, I just heard God say in this atmosphere, and I don't know who this is for, but love keeps no record. Stop counting. 
There are some things that people did against me, Michaela. I can't remember. Because love keeps no record. Love keeps no record. Once you forgive, let it go. Sometimes you can reconnect. Sometimes you can't. But love does not keep reminding somebody of what they did. You can't get free when you try to keep somebody else bound. You cannot. Love keeps no record. That is love. Amen. So if you're online and you're in this here to, in this building today, you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You in, inside the Thrive Zone, you can raise your hand, and one of our MITs or Pastor Cynthia will come and serve you. If you're online, we want to pray with you. And it's a very simple prayer. You just acknowledging that you need Him. say in this moment I believe and I know that you died on the cross for me for this moment for all of my sins and all of my shortcomings but you didn't stay dead you got up again and today I'm asking you to come into my heart And I just heard God say so for somebody so I can know what real love feels like. Hmm, yeah, you need this relationship. Come on and accept him today. That's him. That's him. Saying today is that moment. That's, that's this moment. If you prayed that prayer today, we want you to text SAVED to 404-800-1130 and someone on our evangelistic team will reach out to you you need to get connected to a Bible teaching church Father we thank you we bless you today. Father, we thank you for letting us know that we are anointed to endure. I don't know where you are and what your experience is and what your process is. Michaela, can you get my water for me, sweetheart? I don't know what your process is. I don't know what you're having to endure. Don't you stop believing. Whatever you're enduring in this moment is setting you up. I'm talking about in this moment. 
Some of you are in a place that you're in the darkest place you've ever, in the most difficult place you've ever been in your life. But I want to speak to that place. And let you know that your endurance, if you stay and don't give up, you're about to see a great manifestation. God's going to come through in ways that are going to be unbelievable. Because that's the process. That's the promise that is attached to this process. I see paperwork. And I see a pen. And I see an eraser. And I God said I'm gonna I'm erasing the mistake. But I'm pinning the promise. See the mistake was written in pencil. But God said the promise is gonna be written in pen and it's not erasable ink. It cannot be covered by whiteout. God said, I'm fixing what you thought was beyond repair. But I need you to trust me. That's a word for somebody in this moment. I hear the Lord saying, step back. Get out of my way. need you to move. This is one that I I don't, I I, I heard Reverend Jackie McCullen in my clothes and I'm going to say this, preach a message years ago, it blessed my life. It was master breakthrough. And she said, there's a place in your life that what you are going through is so difficult that God himself stands up from his throne and he comes down to give you a master breakthrough somebody under the sound of my voice needs a master breakthrough because you have done everything that you thought would work mm-hmm if we could go ahead and just end the stream and just play the generosity video and the announcements because I'm going to be right here in this moment for a minute. Yeah, we can just go ahead and end the stream. Thank you all for joining us. I want to release a word in the, in the house and I don't want to uh, keep you all here. But if you, God has laid it on your heart and you want to sow into the Thrive Zone, we are now going to show you in a video on how you can sh- how you can sow, how you can partner with us and be a part and contribute to what God gives seed to the sower. So I'm telling you, if you don't have any seed, any seed, check, check your seed. If you don't have seed, check your seed. We can't expect God to give us what we don't give. We don't sow. That's just like going out in, 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 into the garden 
and looking for greens. And I believe in the supernatural. God can do anything, but we didn't, you didn't plant any. So everybody else is harvesting their greens. And you over here, you don't, but you didn't plant any. That's foolishness. So let's sow on today. Let's give. And so uh, as we, to show our um, time of generosity on how you can sow. And then to uh, show uh, our, uh, the announcements for um, this week. To show the announcements for this week as well. So thank you all so much for um, joining us on today. It has been a blessing. And we pray that you all will join us on next week. From whom all blessings flow. My name is Angela White. And I am the final. Greetings and blessings to each of you. What a mighty, mighty God we serve. My name is Angela White, and I am the Thrive Zone Finance Team Leader. It is now our time of generosity. If God has placed it on your heart to bless the Thrive Zone with your tithe or offering, you may do so by any of the means that you see right now. Malachi 3 and 10 says, Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will not be room enough to store it. Have a blessed day. Hello, thank you for joining us here at Thrive Zone Church Worship Experience. We're glad you're here. My name is Arlington. And my name is MIT Glenicia. And we're here to share the Thrive Zone Church announcements. Stay informed. Text CONNECT to 404-800-1130. And we'll keep you in the loop and updated on life at the Thrive Zone Church. Thrive Table Talk. Our interactive Bible discussion is now virtual. Please be our guest this Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. Visit our website at www.thrivezone.life. Click on the Thrive Table Talk link. We'll save a virtual seat for you. Join us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 6 a.m. for our prayer call. Dial 1971-224-6593. The access code is 429-658. Please join us for Mike Night, May 21st, 8 p.m. Our guest speaker will be Courtney Darty. You can now connect, grow, and thrive with us from wherever you are. You're invited to join our eCampus. Visit www.thrivezone.live and click on the eCampus link to find out more or to just become a member. If you have not done so, please download our app to stay connected and receive all the alerts and updates. Text APP to 404-800-1130. And remember, you can always post your prayer request on our app's prayer wall or email your prayer request to prayer at thrivezone.life. Thrive Zone t-shirts are now available. Please place your order at our website. 
And please connect with us on all social media platforms at The Thrive Zone. Have a great week. And until next time, keep, keep thriving. thriving.